Let's go. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Binge Town TV. This is Jimmy and Kathleen back with our coverage of Dexter New Blood, episode two, titled Storm of Fuck. Great name. Now, Jimmy, I have a question for you. Um, it was brought to my attention that maybe the name means that Harrison is the new blood. Like he's the new blood that's going to become a killer. Because mm. who told you that? Did you see it online or? No, I watched it with Alex. <laughs> she oh, said it. Oh, okay. So okay. I was like, you know, that's not bad. And the stuff I've read online is like, will Harrison become a killer and kill Dex? Like, does this season end with Dex getting murdered? And I'm like, you know, I wouldn't mind that completely. I mean, obviously they have to do it in like give it some pizzazz but yeah i don't know i i don't think i've really dug too deep in how i want this to end but dexter new blood could just mean that okay it's 10 years later he's yep. he's a new guy he's trying to like be better whatever you're coming but, in hot with these questions i, I like it um <laughs> yeah so we talked about it last week with clyde phillips saying that his ending would have been dexter getting executed or you know dying so I think it would be pretty damn dark if Harrison kills Dexter. Um, you know, Dexter, whether he's a serial killer or not, he's our protagonist and we all love him. And his whole thing is that he doesn't want Harrison to be affected by his inner demons and his dark passenger. And it would be pretty sad for Dexter to like come to the realization at the end of this show that Harrison actually is, you know, bad or has the dark passenger and kills Dexter. I mean, that's I don't know. I don't know if that's the ending I would I would hope for. I think that if they are going to end Dexter with new blood and Dexter is done fully, no comeback, no season two, whatever. I'm fine with him getting caught, dying, whatever it is. But I don't know. I would have to think about that one a little bit. My guess would be that Harrison finds out he's a killer finds out that it's Dex's fault that Rita died. And then just the whole leaving him with Hannah, he's a murderer, like all that. And we know Harrison now has um, had problems with drugs. Like, yeah, it seems like he's got it together now, but he's been in and out of foster homes. I don't know. I think Harrison is great. He is Dexter's son. I believe it. He like looks like him. His mannerisms are great. I loved when the chief of police shows up and she's like, who are you? And he says, I'm Jim's son. You know, yeah. even, even though he outed him about having a son, he didn't out him about Dexter. And I said, you know what? He's quick on his feet, just like Dexter. And then later he's like, I didn't do it for you. I just didn't want cops all in my business. And then yeah. Dex is like, OK, like, all right. Apple like doesn't fall yeah. far. Yeah, which is great. But I, I mean, I love Harrison. I don't yeah. know. I don't know. Yeah, Jack Alcott, the actor, is phenomenal so far as Harrison. I don't know if that's the ending that I want, but I mean, I could see maybe the ending being something where Harrison's actually not a killer and he doesn't really have the dark passenger, but Dexter's demons and his past finally catch up to him and Harrison like turns him in or maybe he does kill him, but he's not like necessarily like I'm a killer now. You know, I don't know, but Let's just talk about this really quick, because, again, I like the episode. Our boy Dex just gets away with so much shit and he gets off so easily. It's unbelievable with both Angela and Harrison, I would say. 
Yeah, I agree. And I guess the whole episode, I was wondering how he was going to explain this to Harrison, right? That's kind of yeah. the mystery of the episode, because Angela, if you have to break up with her, you have to break up with her, right? Like, right. you could get away with it by that. But figuring out a way to tell Harrison is not easy. And I think what he said was, it's not even like he's lying, right? I mean, he's telling the truth. He's just omitting 90% of the of the horrible right. stuff. But yeah, I mean, besides that, Dexter was giving me major anxiety this episode. Mm -hmm. Like all that blood, there's absolutely no way that those tire tracks are hiding the blood to the trail to the elk. Like there's just no way in America. Like he has to go do something with that. But I will say that the white backdrop with the blood is chef's kiss. Oh, yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah. Uh, going back to his explanation to Harrison, I was waiting the entire episode as well to figure out what he was going to say to him. And in pure Dexter fashion, like throughout eight seasons, our boy Dexter, we know him well. He never gives you what you want. He never fully talks about everything, gives his full feelings. You know, maybe with Lumen, he did because she knew everything at one point. Hannah. But obviously, for first four seasons, it was very stressful and very frustrating when Rita obviously didn't know anything. And I was expecting Dexter to go with the addiction angle that he went with with Rita. If you remember that from season two, where he's like, I have an addiction. Obviously, he doesn't tell her what the addiction is, but there's, you know, so. The fact that he can get away with just being like, Harrison, listen, man, I have some demons, bro. So I just need to disappear and become Jim Lindsay and not Dexter Morgan. And mm-hmm. Harrison's just like, all right, whatever. Now, we're not saying he's saying, all right, whatever. But it was enough for this episode, apparently. But going back to what you said, he probably is hiding a lot of anger, a lot more anger than we're seeing so far. And that's probably going to have to come out at some point because that's not a good enough explanation for me. And it shouldn't be a good enough explanation for Harrison. Just, hey, you know, your mom died, your aunt died. I needed to become another guy. I needed to leave you for 10 years. I needed to leave you with Hannah, who dies. Sorry, Kathleen, tears in the chat for a girl. Hannah McKay. Yeah, I I was going to text you because Clyde Phillips actually came out with it a couple of days before the episode saying she died of cancer. But I said, mm. I, I figured they'd say it in the episode. Um, but yeah, that he, he gets addicted to drugs. If that's a true statement that Harrison says he's in the foster system, all because Dexter left him. And oh, oh, because your your wife and your sister died. You know, that's enough to leave your kid for 10 years and make him go through all this stuff. And all because I have some inner demons like yeah. I was expecting like Harrison, maybe I'm an addict and I just didn't want you to be around me or something like that. Um, I was obviously not expecting him to say, hey, I'm a killer, but I thought a little bit better of an explanation was warranted. But I think that'll just be growing throughout the season where Harrison finally explodes. Okay, so Dexter, professional Jimmy. um, Did we know that Dexter left Hannah a note that said that or said anything at all? Because my big question was before the episode even started, does Hannah did Hannah ever know that Dexter wasn't dead? I just assumed she thought he was dead, just like the rest of the world. And this is now saying that he left a note basically being like, um, Aldi, let me know if he has any dark tendencies. Yeah. So this is a little bit confusing because the way that Dexter ended was that they were supposed to go together 
And then Dexter says, no, I'm going to go back to Deb and I'll meet you later. So it could have been a letter that he sent in between that time when he said, you know, I'm going to go back to Deb and I'll meet you later. And maybe she didn't know or he didn't know how long they would be apart and, you know, contact me ASAP if Harrison's having any dark tendencies. But it could just be that. Yeah, I mean, straight up sandbag like he actually did tell Hannah, I'm not dead. I need to get away. Take care of Harrison for me. Um, it's a little bit fuzzy. It's been a while since I've seen the, the finale of eight. And I was thinking that myself. I couldn't remember if the letter existed, but, you know, it was a very, very good scene with Harrison and Dexter where Harrison's like, oh, so it's all my fault. Like, what's wrong with me? What is so wrong with me that you don't want to be with me? You yeah. know, and that's another reason why I didn't really think that Dexter's explanation was good enough. But maybe Harrison's just taking what he can get for now. And then, you know, maybe I, I just assume it's going to be a blow up at some point between the two yeah. of them. Yeah, really, though, just to put some emphasis on it. I'm so sad that Hannah's not going to make a sneak appearance. I mean, technically she could. And like Dexter's always seeing dead people and hallucinating things and imagining things. So she could come back, but it was a good moment when Harrison said it. And then Dex was like, <gasps> like, yeah, that was a good moment by Michael C. Hall. Um, yeah, damn. I'm sad yeah, because was- you I mean, because Dexter loved Hannah, you know, he yeah. did. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was good to sh- for Michael C. Hall's actor and Dexter to show emotion on that revelation. But yeah, I kind of figured, like I said, in the first episode, she wasn't going to be around. I figured there had to be a reason why. Harrison, you know, left at a young age to go back to to Dexter because only being 15, you know, I don't think Hannah would have just been like, yeah, go find him, you know? Yeah. And to what you're saying with seeing dead people, seeing hallucinations, our girl Deb changed a little bit this episode. She's a little she's a little cray in this episode, being very, very uh, antagonistic to Dexter, yelling at him, screaming at him, being more of like a haunting. Yeah. So, I mean, she is his conscience, his imagination, yeah. everything. You know, it's not actually her. So you have to just take that as Dexter's really having an internal battle right now. You know, like that's how we're seeing it. Instead, of course, Dexter doesn't really show it because he's Dexter. He's just straight faced and trying to figure shit out. But she's really what he's feeling. Mm-hmm. She's showing us what he's feeling. So, yeah, I don't know that. <laughs> I'm connecting with Deb in this episode. She doesn't feel like Deb. I get it. Yeah. I like seeing her face because I loved Deb in the first eight seasons, but I, I don't know that it's doing much for me to move the plot along. I just think that it had to be somebody and it's cool that it's Deb. I don't know that it's like such a value add like, wow, but I still like it, but it's not, it's not doing anything crazy for me. I saw a review that said, Someone said, quote, I like the episode, but too much Deb. And I was expecting way more Deb. But when they say too much Deb, they just meant like very, very in your face, Deb. Now, remind me in seasons one through eight, did Dexter ever react out loud like he is now to his dad, his dad hallucinations? Was he ever like, shut the fuck up or like, so this episode, this episode really, really reminds you that he is crazy. You know, like in the first eight seasons with Harry, Harry's kind of there and you can always just be like, you know, we all have our thoughts. So you could just be like, you know, Harry's there for us as the viewer, but he might just be like 
Dexter's thought process as, as the narrator, you know, and, and we're just seeing Harry. But the fact that he's like reacting to Dev, like screaming at the steering wheel and having that girl see him like he's crazy and he always has been. And that really punches it in your face uh, a little bit more. So, um, you know, he had for a little bit where Harry disappeared, if you remember in season five, and it was Brian, the ice truck killer was his, you know, dark passenger showing up, talking to him. I'm sure he has reacted in the first eight seasons. I can't remember fully um, if he has, but I do remember, like I I was like, whoa, when he actually reacted like that, being like, stop. No, I'm saying like freaking out to Debbie. No, I know. And then the girl threw the peace sign off. Smoking a little joint and throwing the peace sign up. Yeah. But yeah, so I, I, I know what you're saying, Deb. Um, I still like her. I, I like you said, I like that she's involved. Jennifer Carpenter. I think that it's definitely better that it's more of a guilty conscience, like telling you Harry was his conscience. Harry was telling him at times when he was definitely wrong and making him feel guilty. But Deb is more like I'm haunting you, you know, yeah. and that's the thing, like we're getting into like breaking bad territory here where everyone always wondered with Dexter, he's our protagonist. He's our guy. We love, but he's a serial killer. So are we going to get the season where he goes, you know what, Deb, you're not going to make me feel guilty anymore. I'm going to let you go. Oh, okay. So now your guilty conscience is gone. And you're just a killer. You know, it's a, it's a weird back and forth there being, you know, with how yeah. Dexter works. I read an article that's like, I think it was a Vulture article. It's basically like, if this season is going to be Dexter trying to be a good guy and not be a serial killer, then it's not going to work, right? Right. He has to be a serial killer. He has to, it's a killer get off the pot, basically. Yeah. And I agree. Like, we know it's coming. At the end of the last episode, when he finally stabs Matt, he looks in the mirror and he's like, hello, Dexter Morgan. Yep. It's sick. That's, That's epic. Yeah. That's what we wanted. Right. That didn't really continue in this one. Like no. he says, Harrison being here will make sure I don't kill again. It's right. like, what? Nah. Yeah. I mean, Let's he's go. still to, he's taking it as like I'm an addict and I had a, a, a lapse, a relapse, you know, and I need to get back on the wagon here. So, yeah. um, Obviously, our boy Dexter is going to start killing again. But it, like, that's what I'm saying. It's very like funny how this show works because we want him to kill again. But he's also the good guy protagonist, quote unquote. So, um, you know, we'll we'll see how the, the relationship in his head with Deb goes. It's definitely showing more of him being, again, quote unquote, crazy. You know, yeah. he, he definitely is reacting to something in his head. Um, but again, Harrison's actor, really, really good this episode. I loved, you know, all the interactions between them. The fact that he outed him as the dad to Angela. Yeah, I even liked the stuff with the kids. I like the chief's daughter. I forget her name off the top of my head. Audrey. Yeah, Audrey. I like Audrey. I'm scared that Audrey's going to get taken at some point during this. Yeah. And speaking of that, we jump in. Um, one. The guy who's the killer, they're trying to make it seem like Matt's dad, right? With the eyeball and the wiry eyebrows. Okay. It's him. It's his face, though, right? Like, to you, you I see mean, you see Clancy Brown in that eyeball, right? Yeah, yeah totally. Like, it was funny to me because I was watching with dad, or dad, and I was like, <laughs> I know who that is right now. Like, that's Clancy Brown's eyeball. <laughs> yeah, right. I was like, I was like, so is that supposed to mean that he... I mean, it. it's not even... 
that bad of a thing. Like if we find mm-hmm. out ASAP that he's a bad guy, I mean, Matt's a piece of shit. So mm-hmm. it, it, it's not like the apple falls far from the tree to, to know that Clancy's the big bad and also working against Dexter trying to find Matt. That would be fine. Like, I don't need any mysterious revelation on who this killer is. Make Agreed. Dexter find out and then we're going to go hunt him. I said the same. And even if it's one of those things where we know and they don't, that's fine. Right, right. Exactly. Like the characters don't know yet, but we know that's fine. I feel like Dexter has even done that before. Yep. Where And a lot of shows with serial killers has has the audience knowing who the killer is, but the characters don't. So that's completely fine by me. I mean, yeah, that makes sense that this fucker is like covering up for all Matt's crimes because he's doing even much worse things. Yeah. So. Um, that poor girl, the champagne, she's getting got. I mean, I assume the champagne was drugged because she was passed out enough to swap the door and go in right on the camera. You're yeah. already dead. Take the phone. Like, yeah, it was a little confusing to me because Angela sends her to the shelter, you know, yeah. and are we to assume that that's the shelter and he's someone who owns it or she just went to the uh, somewhere else. But yeah, like being a young kid, whether it's drugged or not, you give her like strawberries and champagne and assume she's just going to like pound it and get hammered, you know, and then she gets sick, obviously. And, you know, she wakes up and, and the, the rooms changed. I was I was sitting there the whole time going, all right, I get she's hammered, but it's dark room with that red light blinking in the top right corner. How how long is it going to take till she finds it? And then yeah. she does finally find it when she's sober and, and can't get out the door. And then that was really cool that it says, like, you're already dead. Yeah. Right by the camera. So, I mean, it's cool. We'll see how this trajectory of this goes. We're assuming that that's the big bad. The mystery yeah. of. Matt's death is going to be the anxiety of the season. Yeah, and Dexter is going to be killing to figure out and save the girls. Yeah, that camera is ridiculous. Like it is 2021, baby. You're a billionaire. Go get a better camera. You could stick them in clocks. You could stick them in anything. It doesn't have to be some like big yeah. ass camera in the corner of the room. But yeah, I agree with all that. Big bad. Matt w- will be the anxiety. I Okay, so I was not expecting Matt to be chopped up in a bag <laughs> under the fire uh, me neither because he talks about putting him in the, the hole yeah yeah mm-hmm. so when they pan down and you see him frozen with his gun in pieces under the fire i'm like hmm maybe the fire isn't a great place to keep it around if you're freaking frozen body parts that you yeah. don't want the smell and shit yeah that's disgusting um i do like that that the whole police camp is set up there and they're walking on his body. I mean, that is just chef's kiss Mm -hmm. when it comes to feeling like you're getting away with something, which is what Deb's saying. Like, you love this. You love that you're getting away with it type shit. And that's funny because I never really, I binged Dexter so fast. I was never really thinking about him getting joy out of getting away with it. I always just thought like the anxiety came from covering it up, but I didn't think that he ever got joy from getting away with it but i guess he did i always just thought it was like he needed to kill and then the rest he just has to cover up to like have a normal life i still take it that way but he probably does have some kind of like a little bit of arrogance to him about like yeah i got away but for the most part i always took it as like i have an addiction i need to take care of it and then i need to cover my ass like my dad taught me yeah true and i think that's the point of deb like 
he fights with her saying, no, I don't like I don't like that. I got away with it. And she's saying, you love it. You freaking love that. You got away. with yeah. it." So, you know, it's just like that inner demon back and forth, the devil and the angels, you know, and true. We don't know who's right. And Dexter's a very unreliable narrator. So that's why it's tough. That's why you don't know if Deb's telling the truth. You know, if that's just his thoughts, you know, we, we know it could be anything. Mm-hmm. But I just thought like the whole entire episode, I'm like, geez, Dexter, like they dialed it up. The anxiety shit's hitting the fan for Dexter within one episode. Harrison's there. You know, you're you're Dexter. So you're happy that you're finally seeing your son. But you have yeah. to figure out a way to explain why you pretty much ruined your son's life and how it makes sense that you're totally Jim Lindsay, another guy living in a whole different place. And your son just thought you were a he didn't even know he was a blood splatter. But he's like, you're a detective in Miami and now you're bowling in New York as Jim yeah. Lindsay. Like, what the hell's up with that? And then Angela, which is like you said, a lesser anxiety, but it's like, oh, you have a son like I'm your girlfriend and you don't even tell me you have a son. And then. Again, it's like that thing where he sits down. He had it with Rita. He had it with everybody where they just love Dexter. So he sits on the couch and she's like, I'm going to let you know that Audrey's adopted and we're going to deal with this together. This is your turn to share. And he's like, heard that. <laughs> you know, and, he's just, you know, and she's just yeah. like, and he's like, you know, it's just like with with Rita when she was always like, blah, 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 blah. I love you so much. And he's like, me too. You know, even yeah. though eventually he does like let it out. But it's just so frustrating because all he says is like, oh, I just didn't want to screw Harrison up. And if I'm a person like she just freaking went off saying that we're not going to find the adopted mother because she let her go. Yeah. Well, Dexter just let Harrison go for 10 years. What? Because you don't want to screw up your son. And she literally says, we all think that. Give me a little bit more here, Dex. And he, she's just like, OK, we're good. OK, so. He says that the Angela thing is relatively new. Right. So I think he's going to play the side of I think he's going to basically play it like he always was knew he had a son and and stays in touch with his son. I just didn't tell you about it. Yeah. Like when Harrison tells Angela, my mom died. Mm-hmm. Obviously, that's like, oh, shit. Dex's ex died. Right? right. Correct. So it's like. I think that he's literally not playing it like that. I think he's going, okay, she thinks that I'm just keeping shit from her. We'll keep it that way. Like, right, right, right. As long as Harrison goes along with the fact that he didn't not speak to him for 10 years, he's he's good as great. That's another big ass, like to have your son show up. And that's one of the, obviously the biggest anxiety is, okay, there's a, a body under the fire. But with Harrison, it's like, you don't know your son anymore. You don't know how mad he is. You don't know how upset he is. This kid at any point could be a 15 year old and just be like, you're Dexter. Everybody. Hey, hey, police chief. This is freaking Dexter Morgan. This is my dad. And you guys mm-hmm. think he's Jim Lindsay. Like he's a piece of shit. He left me for 10 years and out him in two seconds. And totally. Dexter is always so meticulous and always like trying to cover everything up. And yeah, there's a little bit of anxiety. He, and he kind of like talks about thinking about what that whole thing is. But really, that should be his main worry right now oh he is loose end city right now yeah. he doesn't know where the fuck what is up and what is down he's just rolling with it i don't think he can even think mister i mean for 10 years he's just been chilling and keeping up with one lie he's jim Lindsay. that's right. it he doesn't have to worry about anybody else there's no one else around that knows him now it's like he killed somebody his son's back it's chaotic so yeah i guess we'll just see where it goes And let's give him some props. He figured out a way to frame Matt for the murder of the deer, even though Matt actually did murder the deer. 
make that his reason for Matt running away. He pretty much did get away with it until the dad shows up. Yeah. I in mean, the next in the next episode, it shows that Angela is like, people don't just disappear. Why did I give up so easily a type deal? And he's like, because I wanted you to think that, you know? Yeah, exactly. And yeah. it's cool how Harrison's like, so like you were like a detective, right? And he's like, yeah, something similar, you know, and it's cool how he's working the case again. He's working the, the crime scene, figures out the rocks there, figures out how to get rid of it, this and that plants the glove it, it goes how he wants to go like that's old school decks even though he definitely is leaving loose ends yeah. the tire tracks i think he's just running them over hoping that they splatter enough where there's just you're not going to notice big splatters you know mm -hmm. um but you know he <laughs> is being total decks where he's like hmm you know I, I did sell them these bullets they might match let me let me go back and see if they match for you and then it ends up being a match and everything works out perfect until Clancy Brown shows up and says, everybody, you know, we got to keep this going. Um, so that was cool to have Dexter be back into that mind space, headspace. Yeah. Um, but it, it, this one was Anxiety City. But from the trailer, man, shit's going to start heating up. There's freaking like people with snipers and special forces. It looks like it's going to be crazy. Yeah. It is crazy because it's just this tiny, small town. But here's my big question. Kind of around the like Seneca land that obviously Angela has ties to. And it's a crime to kill that animal and that land and all this stuff. My first question is, who do we think Iris is? Do we think it's her best friend, her sister? Like, what do you what were you thinking when, I, when they first kept mentioning Iris? I took it like sister. Like okay. her little sister, maybe. I, I even too. thought for a second, maybe like her first like real daughter. Me too. But then I think that might be too like, no, you can't. No. You know, it's too like painful. And I don't know if that I don't know. I, I think it's, more so like a sister. Yeah, it has to be. It can't be a firstborn, really, because it seems like it happened a long time ago. And it, the person would have to be a teenager because they're all yeah. run away, quote unquote. So it couldn't be like a kid. Right. Um, but yeah, I thought sister or best friend, probably, probably sister, I think. But yeah, I mean, obviously, there's going to be the kind of like town politics of when the guy on Seneca land was basically like, when it's one of us that goes missing, it's just a runaway. And the runaways always come back when it's one of you guys, Richie Rich, white dude. Yeah fucking the they get the drones Cavalry and the helicopters and, yeah. out yeah so i like that too i think it adds some i don't so, even know just some some it adds some more plot more you know more substance to what's going yeah, on exactly. in angela's mindset too definitely more interesting yeah i like that i i don't know i i think that the way that they amp up the missing girl story is by taking angela's daughter yeah i think that's and, the natural trajectory of this <laughs> yeah Mm -hmm. And especially the way that that old white dude with the oil drilling or whatever the fuck he was doing in the first episode when he hands her the um, hot cocoa and she just spills yeah. it in front of him. Like the way he looked at her, she, she <laughs> the guy who owns the helicopter. Do we know his name? I forget, but he's the he's another billionaire and he's in the episode where she asked for the helicopter and he says, oh, was that your daughter? And yeah. that's another thing like that's another red herring, I think, where you're supposed to think he might be the kidnapper because they show him looking at the camera, you know, the hidden camera, too, for his house. 
Yeah. Right. Right after the scene. So I think that's supposed to be a, a red herring. I still am going to go with it's Clancy Brown's character. Agree. Those eyebrows are too wiry to be. It was fucking. Other it guy. was so freaking funny. I'm looking at it and I'm like, that's that's Clancy Brown's right eye. <laughs> also like a really cool shot. Yeah. That is a scary eyeball. Yeah. I'm scared of that eyeball. So. Yeah, he's a great actor, so he's going to kill this. No pun intended, or is there pun intended? Beep, 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 beep. <laughs> dab, 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 fist bump. Yeah, he's going to freaking kill this <laughs> uh, this part. The last thing I want to talk about really quick is just there's not much to it, but Angela's daughter, Audrey, and Harrison look like they're having a little bit of a connection. I was really hoping that they weren't going to go with the trope that the jocks are assholes, but... Yeah, they started off like nice. It seemed like they were going to be fine, but I think they're going to go the asshole route. Um, not much to it, except we find out that Harrison was a former addict. I guess we'll have to figure that whole thing out. Also, we see that Harrison has some skills. He can break some lock, pick the lock, looked like a badass, able to walk back in, spy on them, seeing that they're going through his bags, then knows to hit the wall so that they know that he's coming so they can get away so he could keep his cover of whatever he wants to who he wants them to think he is sits down and just acts normal but he has all that information in his head we know he's also a good artist i couldn't really tell if anything meant anything in those illustrations that we saw nothing jumped out to me but harrison's gonna be you know he's a joker card in this like i'm wondering what's gonna happen with him he's gonna be cool how crazy would it have been if his drawings had like some imagery of like Rita in a bathtub or like something like right. that he saw as a kid, as a baby, like something like close calls of Harrison from seasons one th- or not one through eight, but whatever seasons he was in. Yeah. And three, that's three like the eight, imagery we saw. That would have been sick. Yeah. I mean, that scene was cool where he sits down and, and they're asking him questions and he's like, my stepmom died. And they're just like, how he's like pancreas or he says cancer. And they're like, Oh shit. So sorry. And then they're like, so where's your real mom? And you're just like sitting there and you're like, is he going to be like murdered? Like, you know, and then yeah, and see the yeah. reaction. But you know, the Audrey says, no, no, we don't. Sorry. We don't have to pry. We don't mean to pry. And he's just like, all right, I got to get out of here for a second. So he also says like, no, it's okay. And then doesn't say it. I was yeah. like, good for you. you I thought he was, but I thought he was going to be murdered and they're just like, whoa, <laughs> murder. Yeah, yeah, no, that R.I.P. Rita. We haven't Love really Rita. talked about her in these first two, but yeah. I really liked her, too. And she I was the best, she's, man. I uh, rewatched the pilot of Buffy the other day and she's in the very first scene of Buffy. Mm-hmm. And it's I think she gets murdered. Either her or her boyfriend get murdered. I can't remember. But as soon as I heard her voice, because you can't see her in the first like couple seconds. And also the pilot of Buffy is absolute trash. Like not oh, the, really not the content, but the quality of it. Yeah. It's like 1997 on shot on like a razor phone. <laughs> uh, not even because not even. Yeah. Exist then, but um. Yeah, I was like, Rita, that's Rita. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, Rita, Rita was really I loved Rita. But um, last thing I want to leave, leave you with before we end this episode, I'm not very learned on the Dexter books, Darkly Dreaming Dexter. That's what the show's based on. Very, very loosely based on it. But don't quote me on this. I know that the gist of the situation that happens is with Cody and Aster, they are killers. They become killers. They have the dark passenger and he kind of like teaches them how to kill. 
Yeah. I don't know if they're going to go that route. Like if Harrison is going to be like, hey, I'm a killer. I don't think so. But just mm. just have that on the top of your head that that does exist in the source material. We'll see. I mean, bringing up Rita with the season four, obviously, we brought up her death. We're going to see this this Trinity killer, John Lithgow, <laughs> spoiled that for us. So we'll be seeing him somehow in a flashback or in Dexter's mind space. That'll be very interesting. So, I mean, I'm most interested right now in Harrison. I want to know what his full deal is, like what he's going to turn out to be throughout these 10 episodes. It was very, yeah. very interesting that Dexter is like trying to like bond with them with the goats. And he's like, you don't have to go talk to the kids. You can go in the house. I know what it's like to not be able to fit in. And he's like, bro, I'm out of here. I'm going to go talk to the chicks. Like, yeah, what? I loved yeah. that, too. And then Deb was like, OK, he's not awkward serial killer like you were yeah an awkward little sociopathic teenager yeah yeah so anything else before we roll this one up no i i just in general i still really like it like it's definitely keeping my attention big time the whole time there hasn't been any parts there's a few like cornball lines i think um i can't think of the one on top of my head but fuck i can't think about it but uh it was one where dexter was like talking to himself but I really like it. And I'm yeah. in and I, I think I'm deciding in this moment. I hope that it's one and done. I think they I hope they just amp it up to 100. They give us like an epic ending. And, and honestly, I'm going to put it on the board right now. I hope he dies at the end just yeah. because I love him. But I really do. I hope he dies. <clears throat> I hope somehow Harrison is OK at the end of it all or he's a killer. Like, I don't want him to just be like. Dexter's now dead and he's just sad. Yeah. You know, like I hope it's like either we figured out a way that Harrison is cool and good and doing something and Dexter's dead or he's a killer or something fun. It's a fine line because it's so hard during like certain rewatches. You again, I've already brought this up a few times. He's the protagonist. He's our hero, but he's bad. He's a killer. Yeah. And in season two, he has this whole entire thing where he's where he's about to turn himself in and he thinks that he's not good for any of his family or friends. He thinks he's bad for them and he needs to turn himself in. And then in his own head, he kind of and because of Deb, mainly he gets the revelation that he's better for them alive and not uh, in jail than with his secret intact than yeah. turning himself in. But you would have to think that maybe his revelation at this end, end of the season could be just, you know what? I'm, I am I should be in jail or something, yeah. you know, maybe, you know, I, and again, I don't know what I want. I really don't, you know, I, yeah. I definitely want something akin to what Clyde Phillips wanted for the end. I don't want like, Oh, I'm going to walk off into the sunset, but I can't tell you exactly how I want it to end here. Yeah. It's kind of tough, right? Because Clyde said that that's how he wanted to end it. So now he can't do that. Yeah. You know, it's like, don't don't show your fucking hand. Yeah, I mean, but he knows like he said that in 2013, like people asked him and he was just like, this is what I would have done, you know, and I guess he reiterated it recently. So, yeah, uh, (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. but We'll find out. You cool. I'm cool. All right. Sick. See you next week, brother. That was a binge down TV. Uh, that was our coverage of Dexter New Blood episode two. We're going to come back with episode three next week. If you like what you heard, give us a follow on Binchtown TV on Instagram and Twitter and binchtowntv.com. We also um, have an email, binchtowntv.com. 
No. Binge on TV at gmail.com. <laughs> I, suck. I suck at these outros. No, keep that. I'm not redoing it because you're going to have to keep that. All right, fine. <laughs> but yeah, shoot us an email. Let us know your theories for Dexter. We're dying to know. It's been a little bit since me and Jimmy have uh, watched the final season. So if there's something we're missing, please let us know. Tweet at us. Shoot us an Instagram DM. We love it. We love critiques. We love theories. We love everything. So yeah. That's Bingetown TV. And thanks for listening. You're listening to the Geekscape Network.